0: all right everybody we're live again sorry it's late it's like midnight but it's the only time I could do this podcast page three and uh right away let's get into it I recently saw Blackfish the movie uh the documentary I guess you could say and uh I know it's old but I recently watched it because it like came across on like my like my YouTube suggestions so uh I was like, "Eh, it looks interesting enough. And it's on Netflix right now if you guys want to go watch it. But basically, the whole premise it was about was how SeaWorld has been taking, like, whales. Well, at least back then. I don't know if they're doing it now because they've just bred and bred whales. So, I'm not really sure. But, um, anyways, uh, the whole documentary goes based off of, um this whale called Tilikum and it's hella fucked up they they in the video I don't know how they got the footage but basically there was a huge family of whales and they were hunting them and at first they were hunting them in Washington DC and then the US said hey no you can't do that no more so like all right fuck it then so they moved over to China the whale hunters And basically they found this huge family of whales and I don't know if you guys know anything about orcas at least I did it before I saw the documentary and I researched a little bit about them but I guess they they're like super smart and they all have like their own separate languages so I'll get more uh, I'll get more into that later but basically uh, the the family of whales the males um, told the females and the babies, "Hey, we'll go off this trench over here, and then you guys can take a separate path that way the boats follow us. And since whales need to come up for air, uh they they took separate paths, and then there was a helicopter looking at them to see where the whales went or whatever." And the As soon as the whales came up for air, they saw, oh, look, there's the babies and all this stuff. And there's a female. So they forgot everything about the males because the males are going to be more aggressive and harder to catch, basically. So they said, all right, fuck it. Let's go for the, the little kids. So they snatched the little kids and they cast this huge net out. They trapped them all in like a circle and they cast this huge net out. And after they cast a huge net out, I guess some of them like. Just kept ramming into the net, and it ended up they ended up dying just because of how hard they were trying to tug on the net and then it ended up like kind of suffocating them i guess but um after at first everybody in the the every whale hunter was like, We're probably gonna steal the males, but then I guess they got orders from somebody the higher up saying, Nope you're gonna steal all the babies' And what they thought was gonna happen was, as soon as they took the babies, the females were gonna go wild and they're gonna like start attacking the boat. Or they thought that they were gonna be trying to leave instead. But what ended up happening was, and in the video, and in the documentary, you see it, and it's hella fucked up. So uh, all the female whales and everybody they start gathering up around the boat. And they they since they're casting the the little fish, I mean the little whale up, all the females are looking there and the, and I guess they're crying and and um, the guy who's explaining this story on the documentary, he starts crying and he says how bad he felt when he realized that they were much more than just uh, animal sounds that it was like a hu- like if a human baby was to like be snatched from their mother, that mother wouldn't stop like screaming or whatever and basically after they snatched the whale finally like they named it Tillicum and everybody started calling him Tilly and they brought it into this like little I guess you could say SeaWorld but it was more of like a little marina local marina I don't know I guess you could like compare it to like our aquarium but we don't have any whales it's just a little marina whatever so they um they take it To this marina and uh, they're trying to teach it tricks because it's like a little baby it's not grown yet and they already have different whales there who are already trained so the way they train them I guess is they uh, they'll kind of ship them together and they'll start training them together and if the little one so if Tilly doesn't do what the trick that's supposed to be done they'll They'll stop giving both of them food. Like for the trick. So you know, I don't know. Like do a backflip. Here's a fish. So they'll stop that. And said if, if only one of them does it. And Tilly doesn't do it. Then they won't do it for both. And I guess the, the older one. The one who knew all the tricks. He was just fucking Tilly up. He was just beating the shit out of him. Because he he wasn't learning the trick. So of course like any little kid. If you beat them enough they'll learn. So... Um, after that, uh, I guess, uh, so after they beat the fuck out of him, uh, Tilly realized like, oh shit, I'm getting my ass kicked, let's actually start doing something, and he learned or whatever, and I guess at night in the marina they would keep him in, I wouldn't say cages, but it would, it was like a swimming pool basically, yeah so like a regular sized swimming pool and since in the wild uh, orcas are like allowed to swim everywhere basically they were just sitting there in the dark and everybody left and uh, in the documentary everybody talks about how sad it was to just leave them in there and uh, after they left them there uh, they I guess they wouldn't like Communicate. They wouldn't talk to each other, so they were just all kind of there, sitting in a dark room in a pool, just doing nothing. And um, out of frustration, I guess they would like grab Tilly and kind of like bite them and stuff. And if you look at a picture of a of Norca, you can see that it's like uh, their their skin is like shiny. You know, like any other fish, their scales are shiny. But the camera zooms in in the documentary. And you could see it has like scratches upon scratches. And it's like bleeding everywhere. And they're like well we need to separate them. So um, they all talk about how fucked up it was. Because even though he was getting hurt. They had to separate him. And by separating him he never got to like. uh, I guess uh, communicate. Or just get along with any of the other whales and um the whole premise of that movie blackfish is uh that um it talks about how many whales in in captivity have attacked their their trainers basically and how any other place uh, sorry any and in the wild, no whales would attack a human. There's like been no record of it. So, uh, when, after, uh, sorry, let me go back there. So, uh, as Tilly grew up and he became this huge ass whale, because, you know, he usually in the, in the wild, you're out there swimming, basically getting exercise, and in, in captivity, you're just getting fed or whatever. So, he got huge and he got big and um i don't remember if it was him or a different whale but basically he as a trainer was uh giving giving him fish um out of nowhere just snatches her leg and uh the whale drags the trainer to the bottom of the pool lets her get back up drops her down and then bites her leg off and and like uh that was the first accident that happened then the second one kind of the same scenario feeding Um, and I guess this time instead of getting the leg she got the arm and I don't what I'm guessing is the whale probably bit down on the arm and it just in the video it's nasty it's like where your, where your elbow is right here, it goes this way. So it's like an inverted bend or whatever. And it's disgusting. And the marina was like, fuck, well, we can't... We can't be... We can't be open anymore. We have to shut down. And, and they're like, yeah, you're right. That's probably the smart thing to do. But what are we going to do with the whales? And they're like, well... Well, let's give some away and um, Everybody in like the the lawyers cases because you know how I mean people are dying at this little marina with whales they they have to get the lawyers in because families are suing or whatever and The whales are like are you retarded like you can't be selling whales. that just killed a person and bit on somebody and they anyways the whole thing happens they end up selling it to SeaWorld but they didn't tell SeaWorld about um, what Tilly did uh, to that girl's arm and uh, basically what ends up happening after that is the same thing that happened when he was a little kid Uh, he was trained in everything this time but what happened was since there's different whales what I thought was like, since I know whales have their own different language, and that that's what I thought, oh, they just have different languages, but I guess um, like they were getting whales, well, the sea world has whales from like d c and whales from like uh like China, let's just say, so in in the wild, they would never meet each other, and so when Tilly got there, and there's like Asian whales. And he's like some American whale. They're like, what the fuck, who are you? And then they beat the shit out of Tilly again. And um, again, the camera zooms up to him. And you can see like scratches and everything. Uh, so after after everybody got acquainted or everything, and everything, there was this trainer named Don, which I guess was really close to Tilly, the, the whale and um at I don't, it's it's a really long story you guys are going to have to see the the documentary yourselves because I don't want to just be paraphrasing it but long story short I um she became close with the whale and uh the since they were kept in such close proximity like um if you look at whales that SC world all of them have the the bending fin at, at the top right and i guess in the wild like only like 1% of whales has that so that means every uh, fucking whale is like getting sad and freaking just bummed out that they don't they can't swim anymore so and in the in in the documentary it's pretty crazy because the way he kills his trainer don is uh he basically they're they're doing a routine where um, Tilly has to go around the the edge of the pool and start waving at everybody, and he does it. But I guess what happened was he's supposed to go to the edge of where the people are and then come back. But what ended up happening is he he went in circles and and he uh, I guess he didn't hear the trainer, and I could I could see it in the, in, the, in the video in the movie. Um, that he didn't really hear the the whistle or the call or whatever but he he basically isn't getting the fish he deserves because he didn't do the the routine right he he didn't go to the edge and back and then Don was like oh you didn't do it, you didn't do it correctly you just went in a circle and he was getting pissed and she, she was like trying to keep calm and he wasn't he was like trying to do his best to do tricks. And it, it was just an off day basically. And what ended up happening was. They're doing this other routine. That's like basically like quiet time. is just bonding time. And in one of them the Dawn is feeding the, the whale. And he I mean she. She goes in to feed him. And then the, the whale kind of grabs onto her arm. And. At first it's like playful. He's just kind of gnawing on it. But I'm pretty sure in his mind. He's like damn like. I'm so frustrated at this bitch. That I'm gonna just going to snatch her arm. So he snatches it. Takes her deep into the pool. And basically that's it. The the story of that. It just He ended up killing her. And that became a big story. And I guess after that movie came out. Called Blackfish Again. It's on Netflix. You guys should watch it. After that movie came out. The 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 sales and the stock of SeaWorld went down drastically but now they're coming back up and and the only reason I wanted to tell you guys that story or that movie or to watch it was because uh, my wife and I we were having this conversation about if our son asked to go to SeaWorld would I go because I don't really like seeing little slaves in, in water you know or little animals in cages. And I I told her, I was like, well, I don't really know because, I mean, I do want to take my son to go see, you know, something he's never seen before. But I don't want, I don't want to support that and what they're doing. So I was like, I'd probably go and I'd probably go to the destination or whatever, but I'd just stay in the hotel. I wouldn't want to go because I don't, I don't really support that. And, uh. It's just, it's so crazy how, like, that's still a thing, you know, and it's still a huge thing. You think with, like, all these animal things that have been popping up, all these, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about that koala that got rescued from the fire recently by this lady. She took her shirt off, and she's in a bra, and it wrapped her. I guess he died recently, though. That's sad. I I think he she should have just let him... i don't want to say you should have just let him like die in the fire but he was suffering for like two weeks or something and he just he wasn't gonna live but anyways i i just wanted to tell you that guy's ass story because i don't know i i think you guys should be more aware of like because i know i have a couple of friends that uh like to go visit over there and I don't think they know the 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 full story of it or like what's going on down there but um yeah if you guys have the time and if you guys want you guys should watch blackfish that's a really good really good movie to inform you and um another another movie I recently watched which uh blew my mind I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna be this good it's called uh 21 bridges I don't know if you guys heard about it but uh that the Black Panther, uh, actor comes out in it, what's his name, uh, fuck, I don't remember his name, anyways, you, you guys know who I'm talking about, the Black Panther, uh, he comes out in it, and he plays a, a cop, basically, and, uh, in the, in the trailer, it basically made it seem like it was just going to be a cops and robbers type of movie, sorry, excuse me, in the in the trailer it showed that well it made it seem like it was just gonna be a cops and robbers movie, but what ended up happening is i'll I'll kind of explain the whole story so um there's these uh two thieves basically I want to say just whatever two bad guys, and I guess they had a mission to go steal thirty kilos of cocaine from this guy whatever. Whatever his deal is. And when they show up to go steal the 30 kilos, turns out that somebody fucked up and there was 300 kilos. So, like, what the fuck? Somebody set us up. I'm gonna uh, find whoever did this. You're, bull, you're full of crap. You don't. Whole thing happens. And it turns out that they were set up. And by who? Nobody knows. It doesn't really say. So, um. Basically what ends up happening is right as they're going to steal the the kilos um cops come and they're like what the fuck why are, why are cops here and it, it's like a it's like a wine store so so they're like what the fuck what do cops want with wine at this late hour when it's closed and and the reason they think those two thieves the reason they think it's like a setup is because right before the cop came the cops came it's like four cops um he uh the bad guy who had the cocaine he checks his watch and he says they're coming and they're like what the fuck who's coming (laughs) and um so basically whole shootout happens because they see like uh kilos of coke like thrown around and big shootout happens and these two thieves just boom blast the cops and um one of them turns out. Well, both of them actually are like two military guys, but one of them's like more experienced than the other. So they blast away the four cops, and they they're about to peel out, and then boom, they they crash onto this cop car, and it's so fucking crazy. I didn't think that movie was gonna be so graphic. The dude gets out of this out of the side from the, from the door. And just tof, 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 starts blasting the 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 windshield of the other car because they collapse. Uh, sorry, they crash together head on. So he blasts them, and in the movie, uh, the, one of the one of the female cops, she gets shot in the neck, and like the, the camera zooms in, and her neck is like all pulsing, and blood is just spewing out. And so they peel out, and uh, then that's when. Um, the lieutenant in charge of like that whole neighborhood or whatever where that went down he hires uh the black panther i'm just gonna call him the black panther because i don't i don't remember his name in the movie but anyways the the black panther he um he i guess he's like the best detective and his dad died like being a cop and anyways whole backstory or whatever so he's like a really good detective and he shows up and he like explains what happened here and then he gets put with this uh, narcotic cop too. And he's like, why the fuck am I getting put with this narcotic cop? And then the lieutenant's like, why not? And then the lady's like, well, you can use me or you can leave me, but I c- I'm valuable, so it's up to you. And he's like, well, fuck it then. So he, they basically become buddies. And meanwhile the the two bad guys that stole the kilos, they thought, damn, the the guy who hired us for this job, he fucked us over. So they go find him and they tell him, dude, there wasn't 30 kilos, there was 300 kilos. And you know what? Uh, I need the name of your buyer and you're taking us to him and we're not splitting it in three ways. Because I guess they were going to give him some of the money they got. They're like, we're only splitting it in two. And so he takes them, they go to the the guy who's buying the coke and he tells him, You're an idiot, like you brought in all this Coke for me, and I don't have to give you shit. But I guess he was really tight with the with the other guy, basically, the guy who they're not giving the money to anymore. And then he's like, Come on, just buy all this Coke for me and he buys all the Coke from him. And uh he. So the thieves are like, damn, we have all this money now. And meanwhile, the the Black Panther, he's uh, he's working out how they have so and so much time to escape from the city, cause oh, cause it takes place in New York. So I guess there's uh, the reason the movie's called Twenty One Bridges is because there's twenty one bridges to uh, escape from the Manhattan Island or whatever, so they're like, we need to shut all this down, we need to have all these cops, and so they flood the island with, with cops, and the thieves are like, they hear over the news of what they're doing, and they're shutting everything down, the, 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 the subways, the airplanes, the trains, everything, so, the bad guys are like fuck we don't know who like what to do now but the guy who bought uh, the coke off of them they're like well who, who's your guy to like do shit and then he's like I, I can tell you a name so he tells them so they he tells them this name and they go over to the house and I guess he's like a hacker so he's like give me a million give me your your million dollars that you have and I'll put it in your bank accounts so I'll taking like 30 percent though and you you basically uh you're gonna meet so and so guy you're gonna meet uh go this airport and you're gone all right tonight you're gone and they're like Fuck yeah finally but then i don't know where some cops show up boom 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 at the door and then the guy's like who is it and then he's and then they're like uh nypd open up and they're like, what's your badge number? And then he goes to look out the peephole. And then, boom, the cops shoot him right in the fucking eye. And then he's like, ah, oh, shit. And then he falls on the floor. And uh, it's fucking nasty. Like, you see the the bullet still in, in his eye in the movie. And they're like, fuck, what do we do now? And then meanwhile, the the guy who who got cut out basically uh the guy who they aren't giving the money to anymore their their the their friend um he's at a club and one of the cops the the black panther tells all the cops like hey whoever's involved with this don't shoot him, don't kill him. i know they killed seven of our dudes but don't fuck with them because they know information that we need so if you fuck this up uh don't do it and it's crazy that in the club, the dude's just sitting there macking on a girl. And then one of the cops comes over and, hey, boom, shoots him right in the face. And then the girl's like, oh, my God, I'm an I'm EMT. Let me help him. And then she's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't need your help. And, and, uh, and the Black Panther gets there and he's like, what the fuck? Why did you kill him? And then he's like, because I'm pissed. And he's like, you're a fucking idiot. And and the cop staged it to where it made it seem like he pulled out a gun first on the cop which he didn't he just turned around to see him and um whatever thing happens uh one of the two thieves finally they they catch up to him and and uh they basically get in a shootout and then before the the hacker guy died he told them, "Hey, there's there's a USB over there. Uh, get it, and it'll like, basically help you guys out. Or like, that's what I want to do before I die, or, whatever his motive was. So he he gets the USB. One of the guys gets the USB, and uh, basically they catch up to the two bad guys. Uh, one of the bad guys dies." and um, the other dudes like hey don't shoot me I have a USB that's valuable and he's like what's in the USB and then he runs away big thing happens and then um, at the end they somehow end up uh, down in the in the substation so in the subways and they're both pointing a gun at each other the Black Panther and the, and the, the bad guy and and he's like show uh what's in the USB and then he's like I'm not telling you and he's like well you're already fucked so if you want to like be less fucked you better give me that USB or else you shoot me I shoot you and you're probably gonna end up losing and right when he's about to give him the USB uh, the partner, the narco- the narcotic partner comes in and then boom, blasts the bad the bad guy, and then uh, <laughs> I, I told my brother when we were watching this movie, I think the the, the black came out of the Black Panther in there because uh, <laughs> it's a little funny in the movies. So, what the fuck? You didn't see him? He didn't have a gun, and and he just has like like his original black accent, which you know he tries to hide because he's a American actor or whether whatever the the black accent in him came out and uh basically what ends up happening in the movie is uh, the huge twist is on the usb uh he has like 90 percent of the nypd has been bought off by this rich guy and 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 the basically all the bad guys are working together to help the nypd and that's where i all these cops are shooting the the witnesses or whatever or the bad guys for no reason because they they needed to interview them first to get all the information but they just wanted to kill him so nobody could find out and he basically in the movie uh the lieutenant that hired that detective on turns out to be a one of the guys who's who's on the the bad guy's payroll and that 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 was really interesting to see it play out because, it, like I said in the in the trailer, it just seemed like it was just some some uh, cops and robbers type of movie. But it was it was pretty crazy to see that. And af- after after uh, after that happens, he goes over to this house, the lieutenant's house, and then he tells him, "Hey, I know you're dirty, so." You gonna get fucked in prison or I'm taking you with me and he's like I don't think so and they start this whole shootout some more um, dirty cops show up at the house and, and then they start blasting the shit and, and of course the, the Black Panther lives and then he he survives and tells everybody about the dirty cops and uh, that's how it ends he just saves the day basically but but what, the, what that movie got me thinking was like i wonder how many dirty cops there actually is like um i don't know about here in utah like too much because there's not really or at least none that i know of uh, there's not really that much like drug there's not like a drug empire here but like like in in los angeles or whatever a big city like that i wonder how many how many dirty cops are could be We don't even know and the the lieutenant basically made a good point saying that uh, Before they Accepted the the job to be bad basically to be dirty All their cops were going bankrupt all their cops were having to move into shitty apartments because they couldn't afford their homes anymore because that's how shitty being a, a police officer is and and i i kind of get that but i think there's ways to better yourself without going the the criminal way first and i don't know i've I've had a, i've had a like two interactions with cops over like um like there was a stupid uh stupid reason uh I didn't have my, my headlights on and I was just pulling out of a, out of the neighborhood and then the cop pulled me over and, and then, um, I didn't have my, my fucking ID with me. So I, he's, he thought I was just like some dude on the run or whatever. And then, um, uh, he, he told me like, uh, let me see your license and uh I, w- I was driving with uh with my permit i didn't have my license so he's like you know what well, get out of the car i just need to run this information and then and then he he like looked me up on the system and he couldn't find me and i didn't have my id my phone was dead it was just a bad time but i i, I, was, I was i guess around cops everybody's like a little nervous even though you say you're not you're like anything could happen but i just kept my cool he kept his cool everything was fine and uh, <laughs> and then i told him i was like well if you can't find me like i can tell you my social security number and um see if you can track me there and then he's like yeah sure man what's your what's your social and i'm not i'm not going to say my social but he was like uh my it's like um my social sounds like i'm lying like it could be like 123456 that's that's how that's how it sounds So I told him, I told him my social and then he's like, are you sure you're not lying to me? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not lying. I promise. Thing went by. Uh, he, he found me finally, things went on and then our day was fine. Uh, he let me go. He gave me like a little warning. He didn't. He docked me for not having my lights on... But he didn't put on my record that I was driving with a permit... So I didn't have to do any of that shit... So we were were basically cool... Like I I kept my cool and everything... And he... Things went on... Day went on... And... I don't remember... Uh, So yeah... That was my my first experience with the cops... And then with... uh, I've been with a couple friends... Here and there and we've been pulled over by cops, but every time it's like as long I think as long as you're cool with them and like don't come off as I don't know, how would you say, like jittery or suspicious in any way, like because what many people think is like, Oh shit, I don't have a license, I'm going to jail. No, you're not going to jail. You're just gonna get a ticket, maybe, and then freaking um I don't know get a ticket and then go to school or that's what he's going to tell you and and what many people do and i don't know if you guys have seen the video called uh i mean not the video the the show called um uh i think it's called live pd yeah yeah live pd so um basically they pull there's a whole bunch of like they basically follow uh cops around like different different cops and they just uh record what they're doing or whatever and and um so what happens is in many in many occasions in the show at least and i'd like i think it's pretty true in real life um in the show what happens is they they're they're pulling over somebody just because i don't know they ran a stoplight and of course if you just ran a stoplight they're gonna be like hey you idiot you ran a stoplight be careful and give you a ticket for being a dumbass and fine you go on with your day but what many people do is oh shit I'm getting I'm getting I'm gonna put in jail because there's a freaking little baggie of coke back there but the cops not gonna if you're not like specifically looking every time for that little bag of fucking coke they're not gonna like really they're not gonna like look anything because they don't have any probable cause unless they see it smell it or hear it so they're not going to, like, just beat you for for running a stoplight. And that's what many people think. Oh, shit, I'm done. I'm getting put in jail. There's a bag of coke. I have meth. I'm a high or whatever. Maybe maybe high, though, they can tell because, you know, they're cops. That's what their job is. But uh, I think as long as you keep your cool, and they're cool. But, of course, there's... Uh, there's fucked up cops out there who they had a bad day maybe and then they see oh shit somebody pulled a red light let's give them all the tickets let's and there is there is going to be asshole cops like that but I mean not all of them are like that it's like 90 percent I think 90 percent good cops and then 10 percent bad cops and then the 90 percent can turn into the 10 percent if provoked or if rubbed off the wrong way. Because any anybody can have a bad day and then just bust it out on anybody. But I think that as long as you're cool with a cop. And I don't know if you guys heard about this. If you guys remember the the Trayvon Martin. He has this uh, black guy who got shot by the white dude. George Zimmerman. I guess he's fucking suing. George Zimmerman is suing the fucking family. Uh, because... I guess the witness he says that the the family hired the the witness like an actor basically, and I'm like, dude, you're you fucking killed somebody and you're gonna go and sue their family like what the fuck like it's crazy some people's like mindset because I, that's like evil shit right there how am i gonna go and fucking shoot up somebody for for no reason i think it was just i don't really remember it was back in 2012 so it's not too old but not too recent i don't i don't really remember this story and i don't it's like some 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 black guy in a in a hood and he was just uh i don't i really don't remember his intention but basically he just went up and shot him and he got put in jail, fucking piece of shit. And I guess he's suing the family now and I I think that's retarded. I think it's 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 stupid for somebody to say, "Yeah, I shot up your kid, but you know what? You hired an actor to to blame me." Like what the fuck? Just nah. and and I don't know that 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 movie 21 bridges it really got me thinking and uh another thing i wanted to talk about uh on this podcast was um we're going to totally switch gears here but uh my 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 brother's starting uh wrestling right now and, and i i don't think many people understand how how tough it is to be a student athlete I guess because you see student athletes and you know you think oh they're full of energy all the time and honestly that shit's fucking draining like um, I remember and I was I was in wrestling too so I remember uh, having to lose uh, 10 pounds in two days and, and that, I didn't have to I mean but I wanted to anyways it was it was close to wrestling seat, uh, state or whatever. Big. The reason I did it was because I thought it was important at the time, and I still think if it, if it happened again, I would do it. But anyways, so many people think. I think that, well, many many people think that student athletes it's it's like any other student, you know, and think about this so. They already went through the the seven eight hour day at school. They have a shitload of homework to do, right? Maybe maybe they don't. Maybe they have a they have light classes. They don't. They're they're, they're dumb as fuck because <laughs> mostly some some uh, student athletes are failing their classes. But I think I don't think it's because they're dumb. But I think it's because they honestly like the stress from classes and the stress from the sport they they add up and when they add up they don't like combine in the right way you know you're always tired you're always thinking fuck i have all this shit to do but i have sports to take care of too and if i don't exceed in my sport then i'm going to fail at that but if i don't exceed at my in my class i'm going to fail at that and i'm not i just think there's so many so many kids out there who struggle so much uh, having I wouldn't say balance because I don't really think it's a balance I think there's a there's it's okay I think like if you set this in a time frame let's say from seven o'clock in the morning till 2 three 3 pm that guy wakes up the the athlete wakes up goes to school done at 3.30 by 4 he has to be changed and ready to go for his sport that he's doing so think I my brain is overworked already I'm tired I just want to go home I have a lot of homework to do and if I don't do my homework I'm probably going to fail this class but my coach really needs me, or whatever. I'm important to the team. This matters to me, and whether whether you're on a sport for you know your own physical body or for being part of a team or whatever you like it, it's your passion. Whatever it doesn't matter. It's still going to be as draining, yeah. You know, for whatever reason, so this kid already has to go through school plus another sport, and not only that, his his day's not done yet because he has to come home and who knows, maybe his parents work all the time and he has to cook or he has to eat because, you know, student athlete, you're gonna be hungry all the time. So uh, he basically still has to go home, has to go to school, has to do his sport, and maybe he gets an hour of homework in maybe if that student is really committed to that but most students they can't last that day they they're falling asleep and and if they don't and if let's say they buckle down and do the homework that day they're not gonna they're not gonna be asleep I mean they're not gonna be awake all day in, 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 in class they're gonna be all foggy their brains not gonna be working I just think we put so much stress and think it's easy for a student athlete to be a student basically and I think it's much harder in, in college because I mean, that's when you grow up and, and, and you know, college ain't free. So you have to, you have to balance this. So I have to pay off my debt. I have to go to school, get good grades. I have to exceed at my sport. And I somehow have to find some time for myself or find some time to live basically uh like I don't know home like I have to find my own time to uh be in my house or whatever I have to find some time to do my homework whatever whatever this if he wants to do on his free time if he even has free time but what I'm saying is I think we should give especially to college athletes I think we should give them a little bit more more help in, in the fact that they already got school and, and, and sports that takes up all their day and if they're going to go out and get a job they're not going to do and they're not they're either going to do shitty at school shitty at sports or shitty at your job and if they lose their job they're not going to be able to pay for their their shit they need to pay for and if they lose their school they're not going to graduate and then all this money is going to go to waste and if they don't exceed at their sport then what's that scholarship for so i think that we need to help them out a little more in, ter- in terms that they do so much and their reward is so little but again it's 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 crazy to see how high school athletes and college athletes somehow manage that life and and I I was part of that and I'm proud to say I graduated but it was it was hard man like <laughs> I remember I would I would I would be falling asleep in in uh At my house because I was tired and I'd be falling asleep at school and i would I don't know if I don't know if your parents are like this. Maybe it's just Mexican parents. Maybe it's just mine, but uh, For some reason my parents hate to see you sleep during the day like (laughs) Like why I think it's just jealousy honestly, they're all tired and you somehow manage to sneak a nap here. Fuck you motherfucker I get my nap you don't and they're like what (laughs) <laughs> you get a nap you came out of me bitch you don't get a nap but yeah those are the 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 main things i want to talk about and uh you know uh recap here you should watch the movie blackfish and uh see what your thoughts are on that i don't i don't really support sea world or any kind of like zoos i mean if if my son is like, hey, dad, I want to go to a zoo, I'm, I'm not going to fucking say no. I, I like to spend time with my son. What can I say? But I'm, but if he asks me, like, dad, where did these animals come from? I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know, they come from here, or there, and whatever. I'm going to tell him, you know, they caught these animals. They're living here all shitty. And, and it, it's cool to see the animals. But, I mean, once you think of where they came from, it's kind of... Not so cool and and basically uh so watch that movie, watch twenty-one bridges, and let's support our student athletes. And again, these these podcasts are gonna be on uh on Castbox. So uh it's a website or app. I'll I'll start putting the link down on my on my Facebook page or on my account and uh, I'll be putting this on there. And page three, I think this is a good place to end this and I'll see you guys next time.